Today, Tracy Ellis Ross. Find out what got the actress teaming up with some of the most powerful women in entertainment. Plus, our friend Jimmy Fallon swings by to tell us about his fun new project with Jennifer Lopez. And from Taylor Swift to Harry Styles and Beyonce, guess who's the latest celeb to be the subject of a new college course? We're talking about it. It's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. So good. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on. Hey, everybody, welcome. It is Tuesday. It is October the 11th. Do we have a show? No, you know, there are some shows that are great. And then there are some shows that are even better than that. Yeah, greater. This one is greater. Because we've been dreaming for how many years since this show started? Yeah. Yeah, we've Three been years about this guest. For Tracy Ellis Ross, and she's here. By the way, we adore her. She is everything we want to be. Uh, she is, she's, she's full of life lessons, but packaged in a way that you go, oh my gosh, I yes. just want to know that. You like lean in. If you're looking for an inspirational teacher, yes. Tracy Ellis Ross that, is that Yeah, and you person. know what? She's so comfortable yes. as herself. Yes. She's wearing beautiful colors all the time. Like, yeah. I just want to be her. Yes, she's cool. Is we're gonna, we're gonna, uh We're going to talk to her and, hello, Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. What is happening? He's, Jimmy Fallon will make you laugh until you want to pee your pants. Yeah, he's got it, man. I mean, he he has a new book out that he and Jennifer Lopez are t- have teamed up on. But in addition to the book, which he's talking about, he's just a blast. He's so much he's fun. A blast. We play a, we're going to play a game. Okay. With and Jimmy. Probably going to win. We'll see. Probably. How was your weekend? My weekend was great. We went to a pumpkin patch. We Finally. went pumpkin bowling. We went on a pumpkin slide. What? We did. There was. It was like we went in a corn maze. We did all of the things. Was it fun? We and went to a pumpkin patch, too. You did? Yes. Did you love it? Yeah, it was so fun. First of all, don't you think pumpkin patches are so weird? Yeah. Like, when you go, it looks like someone has just laid a bunch of pumpkins out but in see, the grass. And when you get closer... They are hooked, connected to the vine. Why are you fascinated by how pumpkins grow? Well, because it looks like someone just placed them well, in this big empty field. It doesn't look normal. They can look I like tell you? Growing. The pumpkin patch I went to, they weren't growing. So is that even a pumpkin patch? No, that's they were that's in like called tr- Safeway. Is that where you got it? <laughs> Tray by the cart. No, but go. there was a maze. Oh, and maybe. Poppy actually took one of the corns home yeah, to see if yeah, we could yeah. make it. Yeah, did you? Doesn't work out well. Doesn't work out no, well. That no. one it was really fun. It no, was I love so all fun. that. I love that kind it's of like stuff. Fall. So I have a question now. I have. Not, I'm going to be honest. I have not seen this Instagram post of yours, but okay. apparently you've posted something that is causing great debate. Okay, what does that say? That's a tray. Nasty meat. <laughs> or pretty meat. Wait, so, wait, 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 wait. Before you explain, I want to, how do you feel about this nasty <laughs> meat or pretty meat? Are we supposed pretty to guess? Pretty meat. Pretty meat? Is it pretty neat that you can put a wait, wait, tray? Wait, 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 wait. What was that tray? Okay, so that's a tray of meat. Because wait, nasty meat <laughs> or, or pretty neat? So 54% said pretty neat because, okay, this is a hack, evidently, according to my um, my TikTok. niece, 
who is 13 on okay, TikTok. So you pick it. That's hamburger meat. You don't have to go out and grill. I myself made the hamburger meat, put it together, spooned it onto the tray, put some dogs right next to it, and popped it in the oven. So what does that mean, nasty meat? Well, is it oh. nasty to cook meat <laughs> on a tray like that? Or is it pretty neat? To it put, just rides. Wait, that was just a big, big blob of ground beef? Very thin. And then you and then chop you cut it after? cookie cutters into okay. perfect circles. What do you do with the extra stuff? There's lots of extra meat you're well, wasting. Or you cut them into squares and you put in at the end. The best part is mm -hmm. when it's almost done, you put cheese on top and it melts perfectly in the oven. So then you put it back in the oven after you've cut it? It sounds like a lot you of... You don't have to cut it until the very end. You put so cheese wait, on top. Wait, so one big layer of cheese and then you cut, cut it? Cut it into... And, just, you, and you, if you want to be sort of, you know, if you TikTok want, appropriate, you can do the cookie cutters. And then cutters. you save I just the cut ground squares. beef and put it over pasta or something? You don't save it. You use... The extra. You, there well, is no circle. extra. <laughs> I was circles. making for a lot of kids. No, but you can't... Okay, I didn't do circles. <laughs> I cut into squares, okay? Because you know me, I don't have cookie cutters, all right? But if you want to be kind of TikTok cool, you can get the Hawaiian rolls and do circles. I love Hawaiian rolls. I know, me too. I don't care what's on it. Me too. Do you care? Nothing. No, I just, in fact, I don't jelly. want anything on it's it. It's like a sweet roll. Just a roll. Anyway. Okay. Okay. All right, so. Nicki Minaj now has something in common mm -hmm. with Harry Styles, uh -huh. Beyonce, Taylor Swift, and Bruce Springsteen. What could it be? Tell me. They are all subjects of college courses. That's so fascinating, isn't it? Yes. I mean, you do want to, I mean, first of all, you know the attendance is 100%. Well, you know and the you know Taylor Swift study. class in, done you at NYU? There are no seats available. It's impossible to get into that I class. I wonder what you're studying, like how she rose to fame. Well, maybe it's because she's also got a good business sense and she's learned how to kind of navigate her careers for yeah. a young age. I think I told you when Taylor was really, really, really young, I'll never forget it. I did a dateline on her. She was like a kid. Wow. And we were in Nashville and it was one of her first big concerts and I was walking with her. And as we were walking, she was like, okay, that's nice. Don't worry about it. And I thought, well, she might get rolled over. And then all of a sudden she stands up on stage and she looks around, she goes, where's my kick light? I need a kick light here and a kick light here. And I was watching her understand where and how the choreography was going to go. She was in charge. Yes. Even as a teenager, she was in charge. She didn't let somebody take it over and say, well, they know better. They've been doing this a long, long time. I'll just wait. Wow. Don't you she, love that? That explains. But I, I wonder if the course is full of... Those kind of types of things. Well, yeah. UC Berkeley is, is where Nicki Minaj's class is going to be. Class. And I think it's all about how she rose to fame, yeah, too. Yeah, of and, course. And her talents and everything. I mean, don't you dream about going back to yeah, college? I think it would be cool. I dream about it. I kind of feel like college is wasted on the young. I know. I don't remember anything. No, me neither. I was just, I just, cared I cared about, I cared too much about Natty Light. <laughs> <laughs> I just did. It's like. I went, by the time I was a junior and a senior, I was disciplined, and I was more of me. Oh, but your first couple of years. I mean, who, who was that swollen person? <laughs> but you're right. And you, it's like you feel like you have to learn. Yeah. You have to cram. I mean, I you still dread. did well, but it did. wasn't like I enjoyed it the yeah. way I think you should. Because learning should be like, yes. I can't wait. Like, you enjoy when yes. you're older. You're, you, yes. you're, like, you know, always a student of yes. the master class of I, any of our interviews. Yeah, I feel like I've become more of a learner way post-college yes. than I ever was during. Yes. And I also feel like it is, like, it's a lifelong thing. Yeah. Like, if, and you know the people who, I already know that. I already know that. I know how to do that. I don't need you to tell me. It's like, okay. 
My, my grandma, Jenna, who mm-hmm. I'm named after, she grew up in West Texas. She didn't mm-hmm. graduate from college, mm-hmm. um, but she took community classes, community college classes, until she could not drive anymore, until she couldn't see anymore. And she took everything from geology. She, and she was a crazy reader. She had um, National Geographic mm-hmm. magazines that Barbara and I would kind of like go through in her little office. She took everything. She took stocks classes. She took English, everything. And I felt like she didn't get to travel and see the world in, in mm-hmm. a major way, but she learned, man. And even though she didn't have a degree, it was like she never stopped. And I think that that's so cool. I mean, cool. to think about I mean, that, that, what you just said took my breath away. She kept taking classes till she couldn't she drive. Couldn't drive. Can she you would imagine? drive to Midland Community College, and she would take anything and everything oh that was available. God. And I just loved that. And now, you know, it's so funny because now you can learn and take classes easily. on. Like, it's, yes. It's not about how do I get there? How could I do it? It's possible. Yes, it is. It is. Oh, anyway, my Anyway, so let's never stop learning. Oh, my gosh. Stop it. <laughs> Look who's here. You guys, it's a great day because Tracy Ellis Ross is here. So much to talk to her about. We've been waiting for this moment. It's happening after this. Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna Book Club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, I have three words that'll make your day a whole lot better, shall we? Tracy Ellis Ross, the Blackish Star, is one of our favorites. If you watch the show, you know, and we couldn't be more excited to catch up with her. Tracy, I'm so excited to be here. You're here. I'm here. I missed you. I mean, you wore a jumpsuit with boots. Flowers are the theme. You know what I mean? (laughs) I shoes. Oh, say it's fall. I say it's spring. You are in the middle of something magical right now, aren't you? It's it's a good time. It's like the end of a chapter, which Mm -hmm. is a big deal. But it feels like the beginning of a chapter. I don't know. You know, um, first of all, I feel I end Blackish with so much joy and pride. And so it feels like we did it. You know what I mean? It's not like it was something that there was anything missing. And I'm walking into my 50th birthday. So the combination of that, I feel like I'm in this time of wander, ponder, be, and kind of figure out, like, what's the next dream? 
what's the, what do I want next in this next chapter of my life, you know? Wander, ponder, be. I love that. Wait, wander, ponder. I mean, we want to put that on our refrigerator. What does that mean? So um, I started figuring out the wander, ponder, bees whenever I was writing a speech. Because in order to write a speech and to sort of have something come from inside, I really needed time to wander, ponder, and be. And social media does not allow it. Because you, you wait, you take all your downtime. And so I like to give myself a chance to wander, to not know where I'm going, but just Mm. wander. Um, have time to ponder and just kind of play in the imagination of my mind and to be and to just kind of be. And my favorite part of my life is my life, like making food and like going to the market and like being in my life, like in my life. So um, it's a, it's, I wouldn't say it's a lot of that right now, but it's coming because I'm taking two weeks off for my birthday. Yes. Let's yeah. talk about 50 because yeah. that can mark a big milestone. Mm. So how does 50 feel when you say it, when it comes out of your mouth? It feels like this. <laughs> Yes! It feels like flowers. And I don't know. I'm very excited about it. I have always loved getting older. Yeah. Like, I really have. Um, there's certain things that are really, really strange. Yeah. I am in perimenopause, and hot flashes come up <laughs> yes. like a personal summer just enters from the inside. I, you know, I was used to heat coming from the outside. It's now coming from the inside. Um, but I feel like I am wiser. I'm more comfortable in my skin. And if you had told me in my 20s, in my teens, that I was going to be somebody that actually could do scary things, that I could be comfortable even when I was uncomfortable, yes. that I could live life on life's terms, that I could that I could intuitively handle situations which used to baffle me, that I had an unbreakable, unshakable foundation for life underneath me, I would have said, there's no way, because um, I was scared and I was uncomfortable in my skin and all of these things. And so it just took me so long. It's been like... Um, sometimes like chewing on ground glass, like trying Mm -hmm. to sort of one step at a time make my way through. And so I wake up now and yes, I have built a beautiful life around me, but the most important part for me is like how I feel on the inside. That even on days when I'm uncomfortable, I have a tribe of friends around me that Mm -hmm. can love me when I can't love myself. Mm -hmm. And and it's really really a gratifying place and time in my life, I find. I, we were telling you before that we talk about you a lot on mm-hmm. the show um, because we admire you so much. And one oh of the things goodness. that Hoda played for me one morning, I'll mm-hmm. never forget it. Uh-huh. She's like, listen to this. Uh-huh. And she read me like the transcript word for word. And it was about the first time you sang for your mom mm-hmm. oh, in God. a car. Yeah. That and was in the over interview. Yeah. 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 So, um, I, I always wanted to sing, um, but I was too terrified. And, you know, when I was younger, um, being the child, I was not what it is now. I had a lot of friends that, like, changed their last name and, and things like that. And I'm so proud of who yeah. my parents are. I love my parents. I put my dad's name in the middle of my name. Oh, look at me, little me. Um, and, and then I did the high note, and I faced my fear. I was, like, 44 years old, and I—maybe I was older than that. And I— four, There you go. Four, thanks. <laughs> Story, First girl. of all, 44 was when I won the Golden Globe. That's yeah, why. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So 47. She knows that too. I know that. But I, I recorded songs. I sang on a stage yeah. Yeah. with a live audience and a live mic. And I do all these big, scary things in my life. And I'm good. I can, like, walk through it. Somehow, when I, like, share the singing thing with my mom, it's terrifying. So when I first recorded my songs, I played them for my mom in her car. Yeah. And we sat in the car. And she was crying. And she grabbed my hand. And it was amazing. And, you know, the the... Get One of my favorite parts about that story, mm. sorry, is it. that after you played it, she, she asked you to play it again. Mm. And then when you were when she was done, when you were done, she said, Finally. Finally. 
Finally. You think she saw that in you all along? <laughs> yeah, when I was 22, she actually looked at me and said, it's time to record an album. Oh, wow. And I was like, I don't know. I mean, I just couldn't do it. I was too scared. Um, and so, you know, it, it took me a long time. But what was interesting is as I learned how to sing, I felt like, this is an interesting expression, but I felt like I opened lifeways, not pathways, but lifeways. Not that I was necessarily meant to be a singer, but that I, by cutting off a part of myself just because I was afraid, I had closed off certain doors to part of my identity and myself. Mm-hmm. And so things just started to open up when I found my voice. Oh, um, and by the way, we know your dad is a huge fan of Hoda's. I had to get that in. I dad, I know in. you're watching. What camera can I look at? You tell me. Okay, Dad, Bob, Bob, look, Hoda's going to say hi. Say hi, say hi, Bob. Bob. Hi, Bob. Oh, my. Oh my God. When am I meeting Bob? My dad is dying. Right now. Wait, is it true that he sent you a picture of her at Starbucks? Yeah, and I said, Dad, what are you doing? Do not, don't take pictures of Hoda in public. Don't do that. And he was like, but it's Hoda. You know, you've done so many amazing interviews. And you talk, I, one of my favorites was when you talked about being single at this point in your life. Yeah. And you said, people are wondering, like, who's going to choose me? Who's going to choose me? And you said, and then I just want to be clear about something. Yeah. I'm the chooser. Yes. You're the chooser. Mm. You decide. Yeah. How do you feel about the love the romantic love part of your life? Great, honestly. Um, you know, my I have built a really beautiful life around me, mm-hmm. and I get lonely sometimes. And one of the things about being single is that you have to be really choiceful about curating what you want to do. You can't hide behind a relationship, a child, a kid, a dog, anything. Mm-hmm. So um, I have beautiful friends around me. I have made friends with loneliness. Sometimes I'm lonely. Mm-hmm. I think that there's wonderful men out in the world. I do want a partner, but I want a partner that's going to add to my life. Totally. I don't want to partner just because. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I find dating to be really fun. And, again, I will repeat, there are really wonderful men out there. So, um, you know, come and find me. <laughs> come and find me and my flowers. Okay? Hello. <laughs> I mean, but that, by the way, that should be the narrative that we tell all of yeah, our girls. You get to be the Not chooser. like you this fairy tale way no. of you'll be chosen yeah. by the And friends. then the other thing is this whole thing. I grew up dreaming of my wedding. Right. I wish I had grown up dreaming. And don't get me wrong, my life is turned out really yes. great and it's not like my mom sold me that lie my no. mom is you know doing just fine yeah. um but I grew up dreaming of my wedding and I wish I had spent the time and I wish young girls and young boys young girls would spend their time dreaming of the lives they want totally. yes. who do you want to be what do you want to contribute to the yes. world what are your dreams how do you want to build your dreams like what does that look like because I just spoke at a um, an HBCU in North Carolina and this young girl spoke and she said she wanted to be a global entrepreneur mm. and she didn't know how you get there and I said well you started with the best part the big dream yes now you backtrack to the specifics. What kind of global entrepreneur? What's your gift? What makes your heart sing? What makes you like, like forget what time is and just keep doing? That's how you start building it. And I feel like I really have spent so much time in my life and that's how you get here. And we also, we tell people so often how to get what you want instead of how to be who you want to be. Gosh. is if you actually yes. figure out who you are, yes. Yes. your world, all those things, it, it builds around you. And all of a sudden you look up and you're like, oh, this is the life. This is the life I want. Yes. Because it matches who you are, not what everybody else says you should be having. Wait, when did you become this yeah. wise? Have you always oh. been this wise? Oh, I don't know that I'm wise. Yes, you are. No, I'm swimming in the currency of others. <laughs> I take, oh, is this Madame Yvonne? I think she's Oh, we never have met wait. her yet. Wait, can, 
Can, well, we, can we do a quick one just to quick, yeah, can quick. we meet her quickly? Well, one second. Yeah. You're a dear. Yes, <laughs> Madame Yvert. I mean, she do, does much better when she's got alcohol. <laughs> However, it's a bit early for alcohol, isn't it? But Madame Yvert, she's a dear. And you're a dear. And you're a dear. You're sweet. Wait, can she, can she oh have God. more of a role in somewhere? In my life? Yeah, she, she does. does. <laughs> oh, she does. The eyes are the windows to the soul, yes? So you want to make sure you frame with a good eyebrow. You're a dear. Wait, we have a lot to talk about. Wait, there's something real. Oh, oh yes. You're here for a project. Yes. We're going to talk I'm about sorry. that. That's an important one. We'll yeah, come back oh, with Tracy this. after this. <laughs> Coming up tomorrow, Jamie Lee Curtis gets us ready to scream for Halloween. Plus, James Denton has a sneak peek of his new movie. And it's National Savings Day. Smart tips to help you grow your money. That's all Wednesday on Hoda and Jenna. We are back with actress and entrepreneur Tracy Ellis Ross, who is also the executive producer of an upcoming Hulu docuseries, the Hair Tales. Yeah, Tracy interviews notable women like Oprah, Issa Rae, and a whole bunch of other folks about the historic relationship between black women and their hair. Take a look. So often we're placed in a box. Mm-hmm. I think so often people place their expectations upon us depending on how our hair is styled. Oh, I can't yeah. tell you how many times because I was natural. Even the way, in the way that I'd be approached, like guys would start, you know, Saying lines from poetry or spoken word, and I'd be like, I cannot. That's oh my gosh, this docuseries Mm -hmm. is a love letter. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's a love letter to black women. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's it's about hair, but it's about humanity. Yeah. So it's um it's a an exploration and a celebration of black women and our humanity told through the metaphor of our hair, using hair as an organizing principle to kind of um, explore so much of what we don't get to talk about. Mm -hmm. So often the experience of black women is told through struggle Mm -hmm. and told through hardship. And this story is told through joy and celebration and lightness and truth. And um, the other thing is, often our stories are decontextualized. We don't really know the history and the context where so many of these things come from. Um, And these stories are never told. And so we also bring in academics and scholars who are going to really give context to so much of what we're talking about, talking about the economy of hair and and things of that nature. And we go into the salon. So it's Mm -hmm. these notables that we talk to and sort of explore in beautiful conversations. Some names you know, you know what I mean? All the names you know. Um, and then and then we just kind of enjoy and revel in the beauty of black women. Was hair something for you growing up, growing through life, that you embraced and loved? Were you embarrassed? Were you... It took me a long time. I mean, you know, at a young age, like, I don't even think I knew that you're... I didn't even think about it. It was just mm-hmm. my hair. Yeah. And then you hit those teenage years, and you're matching yourself up to those around you, to entertainment, to media. And I did not see myself mirrored back. I grew up in the years of easy, breezy, beautiful, bouncing, mm-hmm. and behaving, and that was not my hair. And straight was considered beautiful and sexy. And so you're trying to feel desirable and get chosen at that age and all those kinds of things. And so I did all the things. And I feel like I could chronicle my journey of self-acceptance through my hair. Um, I did, you know, I relaxed my hair. I had it blown out all the time. My hair was just dyed and fried and dead and just it wasn't. And then I started to nurse it back to health. And it's so much of what 
was um, sort of at the core and the heart of starting my hair company, Pattern, Mm -hmm. was really noticing that I was not the only one, that I was a member of a vast community of people who were not only not being serviced, but they were not being addressed. So like my hair company is really about products um, and exceeding the needs of the curly, coily, and tight texture Mm -hmm. community. And then the other part of it is being an active space where we celebrate and center black beauty. And that's really what Hair Tales is about. Yeah. It's about centering the beauty of black women and our humanity. <sighs> you know, I think so many of us can kind of relate our hair to our, to, our, to our moms. Oh, yeah. Like, there's something about, I even just remember yeah. when you're saying this, like, get your hair out of your face. Yeah. You know, move you know, this, do that. Doing your, your mom doing your hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, your mom has... The yeah. most beautiful, yeah. almost iconic. Yeah. Like iconic. I think of yeah, that picture sure. from yeah. Studio Fifty Four. I yeah. think, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, iconic hair. Did she? Did mm-hmm. she, how'd she make you feel seen? Oh, well, I mean, my mom is a fantastic mom. Like, if you think she's great as Diana Ross, you should see who she is. <laughs> um, but you know, I think part of it is really um, for me growing up, like even though my mom was an international, iconic yeah. superstar, you don't want to follow what your mom's doing. Mm-hmm. So I know that my mom wore her hair in its natural texture, but I was like, I don't want to look like that. Like, you don't, like, you, you don't want to look like your mom, you know? So, uh, yeah, please. Well, no, we were just talking about the trailer. Just the trailer hitting had such oh, a reaction. Yes. Yeah. So there were tons and tons of reaction from Instagram, too. Yeah. So we decided to reach out to a oh, few I of those women and yeah. give them a chance to say something to oh, you directly. So take a look. Oh my God, Tracy Ellis Ross, hey queen. I first saw the trailer, something inside of me just cracked and I cried. I watched the trailer and I got very emotional. There's a moment when someone says, black hair is both stigmatized and celebrated. Hit very deep. Thank you for shining a light on our stories and telling our hair tales. I'm so excited to hear the stories and the history and the journey of brown girls that look like me. Thank you so much for giving us all a voice. You are a ray of sunshine that inspires us and we appreciate so much. You are bringing the healing that I didn't even know I needed. So thank you, Tracy. Me and my two girls will be front and center to watch the premiere. We can't wait. Thank you so much. You are changing the narrative empowering black women to confidently accept the beauty that they possess and to wear our crowns like the queens that we are. Oh, oh love. Oh. You're, like, you're like changing the narrative. Oh. She's right. Changing wow, the narrative. I'm very moved by that. Mm-hmm. We're very moved very by moved that, by too. That. What moved you? You know, um, it, 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 I, I am really glad that uh, hair tales will join a chorus of trying to change the narrative. Um, I think black women are sold a lie, a lie about our identity, about our beauty, about our power. We are so often utilized and never centered, and it's time for us to be centered. And I feel like, you know, the suffrage movement was built on our backs. We turn the tide in politics and elections, and we deserve... Um, so many stories like this um, where we get to hear our own voices and revel in our own beauty and our own legacy. And I just, that was incredibly moving. You know when you dream about meeting (laughs) the people you adore and then they just blow you out of the water? Tracy, we love you. Thank you, Tracy. And you all... 
everybody should watch The Hair Tales. It premieres on Hulu Saturday, October 22nd. Thank you, Tracy. We Thank love you. you. So much. Coming up next, our friend Jimmy Fallon coming up right after this. Fallon! Fallon! We are so lucky to have some great neighbors here at 30 Rock. And, of course, one of our favorites is Jimmy Fallon. Very favorite. Today, he's up early to hang with us. He's got a book out called Compoyo. whole thing. We want to talk about Compoyo! Just one second. (laughs) But we have other things we need to address. Yes. First of all, before we begin, you debuted that beard, I think, at the VMAs. (laughs) Is that true? Yes, I did. Is that where that... And people were, quote, thirsting over it? There was a whole article. No, there was a whole situation. Cosmo said girls are thirsty. The nation is hot for your beard. Was that the picture that did it? No, that was just, I don't know. I don't know who I was there. I was trying to be bad bunny. I had no idea what did you expect such a crazy reaction to the to growing some whiskers? No, I know exactly. I just never grew a beard ever. I just never really Even grew. Even during it. the pandemic? No, no, I never did it. You, you know, shaved. We yeah. brought you, you something um, because when I was a on your pick? show, mm-hmm. I know you, you like to tell? comb it. You do. Wait, he combs it. <laughs> he brought it out and combed Wait, it. Wait, you combed it. Let me see how you comb it. So let's I just, just, I just did it. I just did clean. it to make you laugh. Let's clean. I just did it to make you laugh. I was talking to you about. I was like, tell me about the new book club. Like, what, what could be the rudest thing you could ever do? Was it so, much fun? Your, was it so much fun having Jenna on your show? Oh, you crushed oh, it, by the way. We had so it. much fun. We had a Everyone blast. Everyone loved you. By the way, that picture, all of it, you right? had us laughing Well, the one of the time. things we, were, we talked about is that I, when I went to Harry Styles, yeah. I was standing behind him, and all the tweens were, like, videoing somebody dancing. Yeah. Look, there he is. Oh, you're like, who are they videoing? It went and viral. It was, it was yeah, Jimmy that's how I dance, dancing. Look. Well, look how much Wait. I stick out in that crowd of kids. <laughs> Old man, get that old man some help. Get him an oxygen tank and get him out of there. Well, you've done some cool duets with some cool people. Is yeah. there someone who you really want to sing with? You have a great singing voice. Yes. Oh, I love but, you. But who would you um, like to duet with right now if you could? Oh, my gosh. You know, I never did a real one with Timberlake. We never did a fun. You've never done like a, a, real, real, a, real like a real Like a real song. Like, like a, a bromance real. song, I think, could be oh, a song that would yes. just be fun to do with I feel with like Justin. the world needs it, too. Right? Right? We need Maybe some bromance. Maybe do that. No, I'm trying to get him to do it. Right, come on. What the world needs now. Yeah, it's some bromance. It's love, sweet, sweet love. love. Um, you know, when we talk about duets, yeah. you have this book out with J-Lo. No, yeah. you want me to come out with a song called Compoyo. Yes, Compoyo. I do. We're Compoyo. dying. Compoyo. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Compoyo. Oh, pollito. Finito. I can't get to the end, but there is a little po- pollito at the end. Oh, yeah, the pollito. A yeah. little pollito. You can read this again this time. Pollito oh, will play. Because she, she has a baby. Oh, In the book, wait. she has a little oh, egg. Wait, wait, look, what, look, look oh, at the pollo. Look at the pollo. Isn't she cute? Oh my god, I'm dying. She's so so cute. soft and cuddly. Right. Oh, and it's, the book we should point out is a really a good way yes. for kids to actually learn Spanish, Spanish too. Do you it's think not your just Spanish cute. teachers would be a little surprised so about this turn in your hope, career. Yes, they very much are. And I, I actually gave them a shout out in the beginning of the book and dedicated the book to them. Uh, Miss Shermer, Miss Wrzynski, and Miss <laughs> and Mrs. Houlihan, <laughs> who very nicely taught me Spanish in my public school in upstate New York. A very great Spanish teacher. All right, guys. Do not go anywhere. No. We're, we're going we're gonna to talk more with Jimmy, and we're going to play our version of one of his awesome Tonight Show games coming up after this. Oh, 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 oh,
If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the True Crime Original. Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with my NBC neighbor, Jimmy Fallon, to talk about his 10 years as host of The Tonight Show, reflecting on his long career in comedy, his years at SNL, and yes, landing the biggest job in late night. A little time backstage with Jimmy Fallon. You can get our conversation now for free wherever you download your podcasts. All right, Jimmy has some of the most entertaining games in late night. So we are borrowing one of his best, and we're putting him to a test in a game that we're calling What's Behind Me, Compoyo? Okay, here's how it works. Jimmy will stand in front of this wall, and behind him we're going to show famous locations featuring Poyo, the main character from his new children's book, Con Pollo. First, it's going to be Hoda's turn. It's <laughs> so fun to say. Con Pollo. I just love saying it. I know. Is Jennifer, that why we named it? Awesome. Yeah, it worked, Jennifer. Yeah. Okay, first, we're, um, Hoda's going to give Jimmy clues about where Pollo is, okay. but she cannot say any of the names in the location. Of the location. Okay, I can say anything except for the name of the location. True that. Okay, she's going to have 30 seconds to see how many Jimmy okay. can guess correctly. Got then, it. it's going to be my turn. Whoever has the most wins, Hoda, you're up. Okay, here we On go. On your mark. Where is it's Pollo? Wait, okay, I don't know. I haven't gotten anything. Nothing's up. Okay. Uh, uh, Mardi Gras. Uh, no, New Orleans. The, uh, the, the parade. The oh. main main. What's parade. that? What's that? Pla- where does it take place? The beat. New Orleans. What's the city? Oh. Uh, the place. The, oh, yeah, the, yeah, lane, yeah, yeah, the yeah, avenue. Yeah. yeah, I forget. I know drinking in the beads. And- Bourbon Street. No, no. no. I know, but we missed okay. it next. <laughs> okay. Uh, in Egypt. <laughs> no. Oh, jeez. Okay, next. 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 Okay. Where where you go running if you live in New York? It's Central Park. Yeah, Good next. job. Ding ding. Uh, where the moon? Uh, what space, happened? You had space. Yes, we got two. Yeah, no, 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 no. The, the horn went off. You know what? Egypt. Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street. It's in Egypt. It should have just said pyramids because everyone knows they're in Egypt. Egyptian pyramids. That was really okay. The game you're is right. wrong. The game you're right. is wrong. Okay, let's okay, go. Let's uh, go. This is not going to be hard. Jimmy, you got this. <laughs> She's very competitive. Okay, um, this is where the president lives. The White House. Compoyo. Yes. Um, Compoyo is now at a, a famous baseball oh, park Stadium. in, in Aaron Boston. Jones. In, in Boston. Boston, that's Fenway Park. Yeah. Oh, Boston, um, okay, I've already won. And now this is in Rome. Rome, it's um, where Rome. they used to fight. Oh, the gladiators. Uh, yes, yeah, the gladiators. Of course, that is the... It starts with a C. Coliseum. Yes. Oh, are you allowed yes, to Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Okay, now... Oh, oh. oh gosh. <laughs> okay, you know those rocks uh, that are yeah, kind of yeah. weird? Stonehenge? Yes. Yes, of course. I know the rocks. The rocks that are weird. I knew exactly exactly what you're talking about. That's all you needed. That's all I knew exactly what you're talking about. All right, Jenna won that one. Well, actually, you know what, Jimmy, you won. Because you came up with Compoyo. All right, you can check out Jimmy and J-Lo's book, Compoyo, at today.com. Jimmy, we love you. Thank you for doing this game. What a great family. You guys are the best. We love you. The best. And we'll be back right after this. 
We're back, guys. We want to show you this cool viral video. It is causing quite the stir on social media. Okay, watch this. A dad crowd surfed his baby to the rock at an event for his new movie in Mexico City. Here we go. is a good papa, it's The Rock. I'm sorry, but nothing could make you love The Rock more because he just, of course, that action star could get that baby. Look how he just safely into his arms. Oh, and he knows how to hold the baby. Have you ever crowd surfed? (laughs) No. That's a no. Everything turned out fine, by the way, right? We just want to let you know that the baby is safe. And The Rock's arms. Yes, we're back after this. Tomorrow, our pal Jamie Lee Curtis delivers some Halloween thrills. Plus, James Denton, he's going to tell us what it's like to work with the sun. We oh. have, you guys, can we reflect? Tracy Ellis Ross, Jimmy Fallon. Tracy Ellis Ross. Tracy Ellis Ross. Tracy Ellis Ross. Tracy, Tracy Ellis Ross. Ellis Ross. <laughs>